me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Honey Gain. Make money with Honey Gain. down for you to put me on the show what's wrong with you <laughs> but you know i've been trying to get you on dog when i when I, you work too yeah, damn yeah. much nigga we had you you've had niggas that are more busy than me on the show what's going on <laughs> uh, well, this is rod one this is a uh, podcast light oh podcast light yeah yeah we're gonna do a proper one when 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 the lockdown's over, man. That's dope, man. What's going on, dog? Hey, first uh, time you made me use Zoom, bro. I've never used this thing before. Ah, uh, so dope. Everybody's on it right now, man. Yeah. Yeah, the value has just gone Shit. through the roof. Like the past, since the lockdown, uh, the company's now valued like four billion or something. Shit. I know vendor men love their chicken. I don't have pop though. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like KFC chicken. Where do you get that, my G? No, I got this a big and pay, bro. Oh, okay, cool. How's, how does it feel being an essential worker, bro? Nah, dog, it's, it's good, you know. I feel like we, we, we're playing at the edge, man. Mm. You know? It takes one job to get it, and we all die. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? So I still feel like... It's a risk, but we're taking it for the people because the masses got to know what's going on, you know. But the station's also making sure, like, the station is, like, the studios are sanitized and shit. Yeah. So it's quite cool. It's quite cool, man. And right now, podcast still going? Yeah, man. We just, we're broadcasting from home, so it's pretty much chilled because everything is pretty, we do everything online, so it's chilled. Yeah. All right, anyway, so let's start the podcast, man. Uh, Good to finally have you. Oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> oh. I, I thought podcasts don't have like a start Like you just roll Fuck, okay And the thing is uh, The last podcast I did Your podcast Got me into so much shit, man Fucking hell Come on, man You just spoke your truth, bro <laughs> Yeah, but some people Don't want to hear the truth though, Sam You know how it is We've had this conversation, man We work with people that need like therapists Because the emotions are just too much and how's your show going? Because you know? uh, last time I spoke to you, um, uh, we were talking about Tepi, because it was Tepi's farewell, man. Yeah. 
How's that going? Yeah, no, like we we. Hey, dog! It's 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 weird. It's like, it's like going through a divorce, and then you have a new young thing that you you, you vibe with, and you gotta you gotta make it work again. Uh, but it's exciting at the same time because she's coming through with new energy and and new challenges, and and just making you view the world differently because you've always been viewing things a certain way. So it's quite exciting, man. It's it's new energy, new direction. I think as a collective, it 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 came at a at at at, at, at an unexpected time, but we had to find means and ways to get the ball rolling. But it is exciting, man. And and one can't ignore like I I had worked with with that hand for for like close to seven years. Like when I found wow. her, you know, she joined me on when I started twelve to three, and I had to find a coast. And then I found her, um, you know, she really came through, you know, she, she was, a, she was one of those dominant voices. And what I liked about her, even when I, when I, that made me choose her more than anything else is she always had an opposite view to everything else. Like for radio purposes, you don't want someone who thinks like you cause it's just boring, bro. Like I say, yes, you say yes. And she always like took the other side and took the other uh, direction, which always, always sounded amazing on the radio. And we had a great chemistry, you know? And I guess she had reached that age or that time in her life where she felt like it's time to move on to, to what's next. Um, but, you know, with us men, it takes a while. We, we, we take a while to grow. So, so what why, happened? Why still makes sense for me? What, what happened between you guys? Uh, because I felt like you were such a great, great team, man. The chemistry came out on air. And the show was dope, you know? And she was part yeah. of making that dopeness. So was there a rift between you guys? Or yeah. it's just, you know, like, I've outgrown this. Let me try different, something different. Generally, I also feel like, you know, people, we grow differently. Like, I think she had reached a, a certain point in her life where maybe YFM wasn't what she wanted to... It wasn't the platform she wanted to be on because maybe she'd reached a totally different mindset. Oh, so she approached you. Behalf, but... So she told you that she wants yeah, to com- leave the show. It was a conversation that we had, you know, uh, program manager herself and myself. And, you know, she had informed us that she will be leaving this year. And, you know, and Alta Vise was being groomed for Album Music News. Um, and she was coming through proper, like we're liking her energy and style. Uh, we tried to ask to stand in when she wasn't available. And we liked it. The audience also liked it. So we decided, you know, just, just put it up in the next the position that was available. But yeah, you know, it, it's hard also to, to get into this conversation because on her end, I don't know why, but I know you, you, she had, when you called in, when I called you in on the last show, um, you know, she said she'll definitely come through on your platform when you guys have the conversation. And I know she dropped the YouTube video. So if people want to check out like, her reasons as to why she left, uh, apparently it's on the video. So the masses go and check that one out. She just started a YouTube channel. So yeah, but there's no animosity between myself and her. Um, we're cool. Uh, speaking about YouTube, right? I remember, um, <laughs> I think you did the original podcast. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember watching a video of you, Miss Cosmo and the hip hop school. I don't know what the show was called, but... It had a everyday struggle the, kind the, of on vibe. The on the mm. daily, yes, yep. yes. For me, that mm. is the original podcast. Uh, what happened to that mm. show, man? So the idea came through. There was this lady, man. I forgot her name. So um, 
herself and Utabiso were the executive producers behind the show. And they told me like they're trying to emulate what looks like everyday struggle. And they generally fucks with my, my opinions and my standpoint when it comes to all the music at large. I was like, okay, cool. I'm cool with it. Uh, they told me Ms. Cosmo is going to be part of the combo, uh, Hip Hop Scholar and myself. So at first there were no roles that were assigned, you know, like I'm sure with the Breakfast Club and, and even with Everyday Struggle, you know, everyone has, it's like everyone's expected to have a certain viewpoint to several things. Um, just just to give the show a different dynamic so with 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 on a daily it was it was one of those shows that every time we did it and we dropped an episode i realized more and more that this is a truth that is needed in industry but the game didn't like it so also another tough thing on my side i realized about the industry because i'm part of no click dudes dudes just always don't know how to react or or don't know how to to address me that some dudes just decide to take a distance. Um, and I know like once we, we had a conversation, I think we're talking about Casper at some point, um, Tilly, Tilly reached out and said, as much as I might not agree with some of the things y'all say, but some, some things have to be said for part of conversation purposes. Like some things need to be said by other people for us to make that decision, whether it's meat or is it, it's bone. So, you know, but what I appreciated from what he had said is that, we need a platform like that. And Hip Hop Scholar came through with the mindset where he knew how the deals were structured. He's been in the game for over two decades. Um, he's been the bone for, for several careers. Um, he's been there for a minute. So he would, he would come through on, when, when, when a conversation would pop on social media, he would tell you the start and the end of saying, nah, man, y'all niggas don't know what you're, what you're talking about because one, two, three. So he came through with the experience. He came through the, with the boardroom knowledge. He knows how the deals are structured and how they were executed. So there was no, uh, you know, there was nothing random. There was nothing uh, that was frivolous with, with everything that we have put out. And then Ms. Cosmo came through with, with, with her experience also as a club DJ. She's very tied to several people in the industry. And that's what also made the units very, very strong. But then it got to a point where, the, man, why do I forget her name? The, the, the woman that was instrumental in putting it together, she disappeared. And she disappeared at a time where there was a channel that had come through. We were going, we were going to be on on Sunday between 4 and 5. I remember very well. We were going to be on, on Sunday between 4 and 5 because we didn't on, on want to channel? compete to 6 p.m. On what channel? Um, I don't know. I'm not going to reveal because... You know, okay. I can't say that, but it was going to be one of those pay channels, four to five, uh, so we wouldn't compete with Zanzi Magic's uh, Date My Family, OPW. So four to five was that gap that we saw that was definitely oh, going ATV. to be okay, cool. going no. to be key. Yeah, yeah no, all right. Yeah? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. It was, it, and, and, and it was going to work out perfectly because Sunday we, we would have touched on some of the big stories that have happened in the week and would also touch on some key things that we would expect across the week and also timeless content that doesn't need no time frame. Like, and that's one thing that we always strive to do is, even if you take an episode of On The Daily that we did last year, the first episode you put it on the TV now, it was still bang. Uh, because it's still, it was timeless content. There was no timestamp to it as to, we, we spoke about this because, and also we had an African approach with everything that we did because I'm big on uh, African, you know, music and as, as a unit in the continent. So 
that was also my 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 strong uh, strong foot on the show. So we we'll talk about any part of the continent, and we'll be able to to dissect that and also educate people while we at it. But what happened there, bro, is one person you know didn't communicate with us, disappeared, um, and then we we literally just okay. So went when, our own ways. When you see popcorn, then do you feel some type of way? Because it's pretty much the same idea, just more people on the show. I just feel like sometimes the dudes are not being honest, you know, um, because some, some people have friendship first and they don't tell the truth, you know. I'm not saying like, if someone is your friend, I think it's, it's very instrumental that you tell them the truth for their own growth. And if you're going to keep like being nice to them, there's not, then the game is not going to grow in any level. Um, but I, I, I appreciate, you know, Scoop for me is one dude who's always just, he spazzes out, he speaks his own mind. So I, I like the idea that I never know what Scoop is going to say when it comes to that panel. Um, but with, with everyone else, I just feel like it's always, it's always safe. And I feel like for, for, for hip hop to, to, to break through, uh, there's certain things that need to be said. Like I love, I love how Speaster is very vocal on social media on his Twitter, even though sometimes he deletes it. I'd like to see more of that, you know, especially on the podcast where he can literally tell it as it is, you know, without having to hold certain things back because he's been such an instrumental DJ for for the longest of time, you know, putting out records, uh, putting artists together, and just playing the role of a DJ. That it would be dope to hear some of those stories that I feel like haven't been shared when when the fans think like everyone is kumbaya and actually they're not kumbaya which is probably one of the reasons why hip-hop is not growing as quickly or vastly as it should be because there's still clicks in the movement um and yeah and video also now you know being up there at, at, at universal i think he comes through with that very much needed insight on on how talent is spotted on the ground and how talent is taken from one level to the next level so i think everyone has the credentials to be in those seats. But I think it's great sometimes to say, okay, cool. I'm cool with these people, but this is the truth. And, and everyone watching should not take it personally. The truth is needed sometimes for people to grow. And I think that's what we had uh, on the daily. Um, you know, Cosmo was a friend of everyone game. So she would, she would be able to would push her to be in the middle to say as much as I know one, two, three, but this is what I think. So she would be able to cover herself up with, with that and tell us the truth because it's pointless us coming together, man, recording and, 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 and just talk same shit that's on Twitter. It's pointless. So, so, so you, know, you, were, that, you were never sour that, that, that you were not on the show. So you were never sour about that. No, 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 no. Not sour at all. I know there was, there was um, another production company that reached out. They called myself and Cosmo told us that they would like to do it, but there was never a follow through with that meeting. Uh, I know Cosmo really wanted to to do the show because even with on the daily, we, we were starting to think like maybe we need to add another voice, you know. And we're looking at Scoop because um, Scoop had checked out a few episodes, and we're like, okay, cool, you know, wouldn't mind have Scoop to be part of the movement. And 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 I knew like Cosmo was a hustler. I knew like she she was definitely going to keep you know sharing sharing or keep the conversation going with several people. But I was also busy with other stuff and it just because we had to shoot that thing every day in the morning, like at 10 o'clock until 11, 
and it will be able to to finish our so out other errands. Cosmo, Cosmo <laughs> took it and ran with it. I would say yes. She took it and ran with it and kept the conversation going with other people. And there's no bad blood, man. You know, it was a great idea. It was a great platform. But I still feel like we still need a platform from the very same people, but who are... Tell, tell the truth. Don't tell the truth when you are affected. Because sometimes I feel like people uh, on such platforms only speak the truth when it affects them. You know, because maybe, for example, what's happening between Nasty and Speedster, we're getting the real truth because it affects Speedster. You know, let's hear the truth about everyone. You know what I mean? Based on what you know, because you've seen these deals, you've interacted with these artists and you've told them one, two, three, instead of holding back uh, because you protecting friendship. Nah, that's, that's, that's just how I, if I tell the truth about you, Mac, it doesn't mean like now we got to have bad blood. It just means like, bro, what I think is you fucked up at that moment. And we've had, for example, our several conversations when you played that clip, you knew you were about to jump into lava, but you were just fucking curious how fucking hot that shit will be, and you did it, you know? So I think that's, that's, that's just one thing that we need to do is, is tell niggas, like, you fucked up, and I told you you were going to fuck up, but you didn't want to listen, you yeah. know? Instead of now you having some vibes, like, because I supposedly said it on the platform. And I think that's what the problem, that's what's missing. Even when you watch these fucking TV shows in South Africa, and the reason why... SA TV shows on TV are not going anywhere. It's because there's no opinion. Guys are reading autocue, man. Um, mm. Guys are just telling us what the freaking script writer wrote. Like, there's, there's nothing coming from the heart. There's no one saying um, the, the song is hot, but... And that's, a, that's why I think live and the ones of this world were dope. Back in the day, even Tivo Touch when he was doing, you know, live amp. Because those dudes, those dudes had an opinion about music and they shared it. And I think that's what's missing right now on TV. No one has an opinion about their music. Everyone is just saying the video is hot when it's not. So wouldn't you, wouldn't you say the same, don't you share the same sentiments when it comes to radio? With radio, we've had this conversation. If, if you a shock jock like yourself, I remember watching the interview with you and Chili. I don't I know why like, you keep t- calling me a shock jock, dog. You are shocked, dog. You no, are, dude. I don't um, wake up. I don't wake up with my sole mission to shock people. No, but when you're a shock jock, it doesn't mean like it's like Fat Joe. I don't think Fat Joe wakes up in the morning and he's like, "Fuck, I'm just trying to piss people off." But sometimes he does. He has to make it to work nice first. Sometimes to blow. You're not gonna wake it to work, but people people are shock jocks, bro. I'm, I'm not expecting you to read. Uh, uh, a headline and you're gonna come on fucking radio and tell me the same shit I already saw it. Y'all niggas just y'all read shit differently and you'll see it differently. And mm-hmm. your opinion is always like fuck it's a cliffhanger every time you open the fucking microphone. And mm-hmm. and that's and that's the speciality about the arts that you have as that kind of broadcaster. You know? And then other people take that information and find a way to to share their opinion without offending anyone. You know, and I think that's, that's, if, if you take any shock jock right now and you ask them the sound of radio, fuck, all of y'all niggas gonna say radio sounds like shit. All of y'all. When I watched that conversation between you and Chitli, one thing I also picked up was that the people you guys were using as references were people who were once part of your clique, you know, where, where you asked him about Mo, Mo when he was on Y, man, like that nigga was, y'all lived your best life together. <laughs> um, six to nine, 
Express, three to six in the morning with you. Those, those, those times were edgy radio times, you know. Um, you think back with Fresh when Fresh was on Y, and I'm bringing people that you guys spoke about, those niggas were edgy when they were on Y. But I guess some people grow and they decide to take a different lane when it comes to their career. And, and, I, and I still hear it sometimes with the OG, like for example, Fresh, but it's not like as ruthless as, as it was when he was here on Y. And some people decide to grow and change their lanes, uh, but guys like Fat Joe, they just can't stop it. It's, it's, it's there. And even if I put you behind the microphone, two, not even two shows in, three shows in, you'll be like, let me actually see how quick the program manager's <laughs> office is to this room. Because y'all <laughs> thread differently. And, and I think it's, it, we all different. And that's what makes, for example, YFM great is that everyone on this platform is absolutely different. And, and now that I'm on drive, my mandate is, 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 is wider um, like compared to when we did 12 to 3. When we did 12 to 3 in Otepi, shit, nigga, we used to have some funny, freaking scary moments where it would, it would you know when you do something and you're scared and mm. you do it, as soon as you're done, you're like, fuck, we did that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. And now you yeah, You leave the show, you're like, fuck, someone is probably waiting for us outside. Uh, you wake up in the morning, you're like, shit, okay, cool, everything is still normal. Then you want that feeling again. You want to do it again. You know what I mean? 12 to 3 allowed us to do that shit. And on drive, when we got to drive, it's we can do it, but not as crazy. You know what I mean? Like 12 to 3, our mandate is don't worry about politics. Drive and breakfast will take care of that. You just hang out with these people. Students, um, are, you know, they, they're studying at home. Oh, they're getting ready for the next class. People are in the office. Just keep them laughing. Uh, get them through the day so they can get ready for drive. That was our mandate which means risk, 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 fun, 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 fun. Literally brief was fun. And we did just that. But when you get to drive, hey dog, it's, now it's, a, it's totally different. You've you got to do that, but not as much. So what do you think of social media right now in the country? I think there are guys that are, I think when it comes to males, we, there's, there's, there's like, you can probably count five guys or, or three that probably got next. You know what I mean? I'm, see, I'm hearing a lot more ladies that are really sounding freaking hot, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. And also part of this feels like they, 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 there's something also, there's, there's a generation. I remember I had this conversation with another joke. I'm like, there's a generation that has to resign or, or move over for the next generation to come through. Okay, and just, just, just pause it right there. Yeah. Just pause yeah. it right there. I've got Justice on the line. Justice, how are you, bro? Can you hear us? I'm all right, man. How's it? Good, man. Sebi's with us. Home. What do you want to ask Sebi, bro? Hey, DJ Sebi, how's it, man? I'm not a man. What do you mean? I don't speak Sebi. I'm not all right, do in that them Charlie. Ah, no bonga man, no one. Right. No, um, mm. I was just asking, man. Um, so are you are you also uh, broadcasting from home on your show? No, not as yet. Um, we we're still broadcasting from the studio. Um, mm -hmm. until further notice. But that option is there. If you want to broadcast from home, you can. 
Marana Grata Strata Joe, so I don't drive to <laughs> All right, yeah. man. Um, and I just want to say, man, I'm, I'm a biggest fan. Um, actually, we're expecting to see you in the biggest radio station in the coming years, man. Um, I remember ah, you, were teach, you were teaching us uh, how to do radio the back then in 2013, man. You are good, man. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much, brother. All right, Thank Justice, uh, listen over the radio, ne? All right. <laughs> oh, shit, you can get calls from this, bro. I had no idea. Yeah, bro, this is a new school. New school, bro. New school. I mean, how does it work? So I can tweet it and shit. Like, how does it work? Yeah, it's like, it's just a, a, an app. It's like Hangout. So I, I just tweet the link. Yeah, you just tweet the link and then people can join. It's just that this guy, he turned his camera off. We could have seen him as well. Ah, uh, Mac, me, I had no idea. I'm thinking like you're recording this thing um, and it's going to go live when it goes live, you know, on YouTube and shit. Nah, Man, bro. I didn't know that, bro. This is Mac Genesis 2.0. Yay, MacGyver. Fuck, I'm right, tweeting so yeah. this right now, bro. I, yeah, I want to see more. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we can keep it going. Yeah, so as you're saying, uh, before I cut you off, yeah. State of radio, yes. Mm. Yeah. The ladies are coming State with fire. Radio. Yeah. Yo, I, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, the ladies are really coming through with fire. Like, I hop on. Sometimes I check out, like, community radio just to hear. It's talking on community radio, I think niggas need to stop on community level thinking, like, it's just the homies that are listening or it's mm. just the people on campus. Nah. Mm. Like, when I was looking for, for Altavis, a woman to take over. Let me not say a woman also. Like, a voice to take over that segment that we had created, there's no dude I heard mm. that I was like, shit, yep. that's that dude, that dude got sauce. Um, yep. And also like when I heard the ladies, I'm like, yes, you know, like from, from, from just the, the link itself and also just the opinion uh, and, and, and just the, the delivery, like one thing you got to sound like, you got to be present when you're freaking on behind the microphone. And some dudes, it's like they're present, but they just busy without some other shit. So we like a second option. I'm like, this nigga, like, what the fuck is going on? But I have to say, like, the ladies right now, like, whew, yeah. they're on fire. They yeah. really, really on fire. They really, really are on fire. My, my there's, thing, there's I, I feel like, grow, I, still... I feel like, sorry to cut you off there, man. Um, because obviously yeah. when, when I was at Y, you were uh, just from the Y Academy. Um, and, yeah. and you still you still there now? I think you're part of the furniture or something like that. Um, but the thing, <laughs> no, bro. Look, listen. Let me let, not to cut you short there. I get that a lot, and I always say when, when I look at some some. Oh, when I got to why, bro? Let me tell you this. When I got to why, I told myself I'm gonna spend my twenties here. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I'm gonna at the age of twenty. I'm fucking probably gonna leave this thing at thirty or thirty-one because. The industry is so freaking small, bro, like in South Africa, like it, especially if you want to play a long game. And I know we've had this conversation. If you want to play a long game, I know like if I leave Y at 31, for example, yeah. or 32, I can still go through at five and go through at Metro and run another five or six years. Because for niggas like me, this is no, there's no plan B, bro. Like this is, mm. this mm. is it. This is, this is my radio career until I go down like the jam, I bought my banner. Like this is it. I'm probably going to, you know, I lost my mama behind the microphone. And, and mm. when that moment happened, I'm like, fuck, this is, this is one of those things where you're like, when you found what you want to do forever, 
I'm definitely going to do this thing until I die. Even if I leave now and I go to another part of the world to try out radio, which is something I still want to do, hence I travel and I broadcast on these parts of the globe, mm. is because I'm still trying to find shit. Can I rock in Singapore? What's there? What's there in London? You know, what's there in, in America? Like American radio for me is like, I don't rate it highly because they shout oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But if you listen to Australian radio, you listen hey. to American radio, hey. uh, not American, Latin radio, it's Europe at large. And then you listen to, uh, you know, what's popping also. Like when, when I heard in Singapore, man, like, I was like, oh shit, they radio here. Like, you know, there's a station called 987. And I was like, oh shit, like y'all, y'all actually freaking do radio. Then I started looking into more platforms. But if you want to play the long game, you got to think long. Like Fresh did like what, 10 years at Y? And he can still, you can you still do another the- 20, bro. You know, you, you know, you can, you know, Mo did like nine years at Y, totally did 10. And we came through, the thing is that we came through, and I remember having this conversation, you know, I was asking you like, bro, like you were counting cash actually in the morning. You came through from your gigs and you were fixing your money. You know what I mean? I'm like, shit, dog, like that's so much cash. Like, how do you, how do you make so much money? And you're like, if you're going to be worried about my money, you'll never make your own money. I re- I'll never forget this. And I tell you all the time. Yeah. And it hit me because I was like, oh, shit, actually, you know, <laughs> focus on your own shit. So what, what, play for the same what, what do you yeah? think is the difference between the why then, like 2008, 2009 days, to the why now? Because you were there for both generations. I think, for example, some of the new generation don't ask questions like we do, bro. Um, the, the new generation also doesn't want to swallow their pride. Bro, I didn't mind holding your CD, your, your CD bags and being your, the back guy. I, mm. Like, I didn't mind being the bad guy for a long time until my time comes. Um, the, ju- the new generation wants to be on immediately. Mm. Like, put me on, I'm better than savvy. You know mm. what I mean? And you, you put the nigga on to, to stand in, you know, you, know, you don't move the ground. You know, we're having this conversation with my producer the other day. It's like, when we go on holiday and I, when you stood in for Dineo after she gave birth, nigga, she, was, she cut her leave shorts and she came through <laughs> because... Because it was, the studio was on fire. You know what I mean? She came through blazing. When Zamatube stood in for Bonang, you know what I mean? Like, Zamatube freaking came through and, and, dam- and like, she damaged the entire thing. Because that's, that's, that's the school of radio I come from. When you stand in, <laughs> nigga, when you stand in, you shut it down. Yeah. There's no coming through with being humble. And also shutting it down doesn't mean you play your liners and all that kind of shit everywhere. It means when you turn on the microphone, you're literally killing it, mm. you know? And I think that's the new school of radio. Some of the guys don't understand that mindset. Like, for, for, we looked forward to December. Like, there was a time in December where we did three shows in one day because I'm ready. There was a time where I, stood, I did my graveyard show between three and six. Muto couldn't make it. I did six to nine. So I did three to nine o'clock, two shows back to back, six hours on. I was like, I want this. You know what I mean? So give me any show right now. I'm a body it, you know, to, to an extent where people start suggesting in April that give this nigga a show, put this yeah. nigga on because you've been freaking fighting. And I think the new generation, it's, it's fine to swallow your pride. You're great. You're talented. We see it, but you just haven't proven yourself. You haven't earned your stripes, earn your stripes, you know, move up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, also at YFM back then, there was a culture of, um, of seniority, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she's a senior. Poor mm-hmm. my boy's a senior. Poor my boy used to walk in, she would be on her phone, and she'd be like, 
I need a computer. If you're so in if it's fucking you know, Russia. Hey, man, who's that now? <laughs> I don't know. Hello. I tweeted it, man. So I think the masses are joining now. No, oh. hello. Hello. Is this MC? How are you? Yes, hello, 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 you. Good man, what's your name, bro? Hello, you. hello, hello. Uh, you can call me, you just call me Emma for now. Are you calling from Russia? Yes, I'm from Soviet Russia. All right, cool, man. DJ Savvy's here, what do you want to ask him? Yo. DJ Savvy. Yeah, what do you want to ask him? Yeah, I'm from Soviet Russia. <laughs> what do you want to ask him? Is that the fake Gucci? <laughs> what Gucci? Just fake Gucci. No Gucci nigga. That is fake Gucci. Like your fake, fake like Gucci. Your fake Gucci. Just shut up. Like your so fake Russia. Are these your gunners? No, like your fake boy. <laughs> hey, shut your mouth, buddy. Huh? Shut your fucking mouth. How dare you speak No, shut like your that. mouth. Yo, yeah, Sydney Mazzy, I'm going to smash your egghead in. <laughs> Yo, Sydney, what's wrong with you? Oh, my goodness. You're going to smash my head. Who is that, Y'all got fake balls, nigga. Like, y'all talk heavy, but can't do shit. Is that, one of Russian you, accent. is that one of your listeners, bro? <laughs> I have no idea who that nigga is, dog. But, yeah. That, 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 that was the seniority part that you were talking about between now and then, yeah. I think it's important, bro. Mm. It, it inspires you to work towards something. Mm. Mm. You know, like, I never hate Mpo, my boy. Mpo had some real rules, my nigga. Like, yeah. Mpo, my boy, had rules like, you only walk into studio if there's a reason. You mm. don't fucking walk into studio just because you want to chill. And so she I gets used to mad, walk bro. My traffic and fuck off. She get mad. And, and I respected that because you learned how people work. Like, Tolly also had that thing is, you don't just freaking talk to my listener without preparing for my listener. Because Tolly was clean like that. Like, Tolly was, you come in to do traffic, do your traffic. If I ask you something, you'll talk. You're not just going to start blabbling here for no freaking reason. And we, 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 I went through that school. I saw also how Spoo, Spoo had organized chaos, dog. That six to nine thing, but everyone knew Spoo was a host of that shit. And, and there, was, there was order there. Um, there was Mpoma boy. There was also Bonang. Bonang had, Bonang had this thing also, bro, like where you just don't talk to me, you know, mm. but mm. I'm friendly. I'm not mm. mean. I'm not mean or anything else. So she gave that energy off and I liked it. I was like, oh, that is nice. Where people think you're intimidating, but generally you're a nice person, but they see you like that. You know what I mean? And, and, and then there was you, they called you the young mosquito. You know, you were just friendly, always chilling in the back with your, with your big... Mac used to come through with these guys, with this ice cream caffeine, eating his pop at the back, prepping his talk to the show. You know, like, he was just that guy, you know? You, you think he's broke as fudge, but he would probably buy all the girls the bottles in the club. Like, you were just that guy, you know? Um, and that was why, bro. Then they were... And, and, and I appreciated that. To this day, I say, we come from that school that take that took us through you went to grade one grade two grade three grade four now we're in a generation where guys want to move from grade seven to grade 12. how do you feel about your your, your woman uh being on uh metro 
I'm excited, man. I'm excited yeah. for my girl. Like, you know, my girl, it's the power of the tongue, bro. Like when she left Kaya, she, she had to take some time off from this radio thing and and just spend time with myself and focus on TV. And one thing my girl has is she got balls of steel, bro. And I've always told her, like, maybe it's the vendor jeans and shit. Like when she when she left Y, so when she finds something she likes, she doesn't mind risking it all and she's taking the leap of faith and jumping. You know, she, when she left Y, she took a leap of faith and joined ANN7. And then ANN7 happened and she decided to, to leave ANN7 and just spend time with herself. And she took like, it was eight months, an eight month hiatus. Like, and I think it's very important for people to start spending, like, have conversations with yourself and figure out what you want and what you're about. Um, and then when she left and in seven, that eight months period, six months of it, you know, she was, she was rested and then she started reaching out to radio stations and then she joined Kaya. Um, and then she worked her ass off at Kaya. It was challenging. She's a true journalist at heart and she loves true news. And then a few years later, um, she decided to leave Kaya to join this, this new TV channel that had started uh, which is 405 Newsroom Africa. And she loved it so much because it allowed her room to go on the ground and uh, it was a totally different experience uh, for her to, to be great in her craft, which is being a news journalist. Um, and then last two years ago, she started saying, I want to join ACBC, but I want to join Metro first. I was like, yo, do you know the queue out there? Yeah, the queue yeah, at Metro is yeah. heavy. <laughs> Trust me, I know. And she's like, nah, don't worry. I'm joining Metro though. Give me, give me time. Metro, I'm joining Metro. I was like, okay, cool. You join Metro, babe. I got you. And then she, she started finding out who, who's who at Metro. You know, she started hustling. And I'm watching all of this happen. Uh, started listening to all the journalists there at Metro. Okay, this is how Mel sounds like. This is how Betty sounds like. You know what I mean? And she started giving me insights on how people read in a certain mm. way. And this is what she would bring to the table. Mm. And then she told me we were in Singapore. She's like, babe, this year I'm joining Metro. Save mm. this tweet. And she was saying it like, I remember we were about to go out that night. I'm about to leave the hotel. And she said, I'm joining Metro this year. Wait. Okay, cool. And she had said it before when we were in London. I was like, okay, we'll see. But we came back. She recorded her demo. She's like, this is what Metro doesn't have with mm. the demo. We recorded the demo, and she said, this is what I'm bringing to Metro. And we mm. recorded it. I remember I booked a studio, Office Studios in Greenside. And when she laced it down, it was a few options. But it was just, you know, when you look at your girl, you're like, shit, fuck. Like, yeah. I need that. I need mm. that. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, she sent the demo to Tony. Um, Tony took a while. Um, and then eventually they caught, and, and she had a conversation with, she's been having conversations with Tony from 2019, in the beginning of 2019, uh, when Flavor had just taken over the breakfast show. Mm. But everything manifested this year. Wow. You know what I mean? So, wow. and, and I think people don't know that side of my girl. Like, we, we push each other so much, we challenge each other so much. The difference between me and her is that I play a long game. And she doesn't mind playing a long game that takes different routes. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She doesn't mind, like, doing that. I'm like, whew. Nah. I don't, wow. I don't risk. All right. Can, you know, can, we just take a, can we just take a break? Because I'm about to run out of um, 
my the minutes I can record. So I'm gonna send you uh, a, a new link, yeah. and then we'll record again for for 20 minutes, and then we'll be done. Okay. Okay. So I'm just gonna exit now, and then I'll resend you a link. Ne? Okay. What do I say? Stop. Ah no! Don't worry. I'll, oh, I don't... I'll, I'll exit from my side. Don't stress. Sweet. Fantastic. No, that's amazing, man. And how has how has fatherhood changed you? Fatherhood has just given me more reason to do certain shit and certain reasons to not do certain shit. So because man, before I became a dad, I used to attend anything just because. <laughs> sure mobs. You know? Yeah. Just I didn't have a six bag. I used to I used to just go, bruh. So I got the time, why not? Fucking go. Um where did you meet your woman, bro? Yeah? Where did you meet your woman? <laughs> I met my woman at Y. Oh, wow! <laughs> uh, yeah, we met at Y, bro. Bad boy so team with Nazi vibes. Yeah, weird enough. Um, she threw the bones. Um, so what happened is I went to the newsroom one day. So I used to see her. She, 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 she was in the Y Academy. Um, and I used to see this girl, man. Like I used to call her the black cowboy chick because she used to dress like Taylor Swift with boots and shit. Like if her English was very like never done about they went to high school, like probably started like very fancy and shit. Like they I would say pink, she'll say Mars, that bullshit, that English. <laughs> uh, and 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 then and, and she was just my type, but when I'm in a relationship, I just don't I don't know, I just don't look at another woman. And at the time, there was a time where my current relationship at the time was things were just not going together, working out. Um I went to the newsroom. Um, she she flirted. I flirted back, and and then the story started, man. We went on our first date out at Midrand, and from there, man, like we've been we've been together for for donkey years now. Are uh, you planning to get married anytime soon? Definitely. Yeah. Nice, nice, definitely, nice. Definitely, I can tell you this on tape. Like, yeah, you know, until Rihanna says what's good, and we can go on a date, which will never happen. Yeah. All right, cool. We're about to play a game called um, One Must Die. Yo! So I'm (laughs) going to give you um, um, some radio broadcasters and you must choose one. One Must Die. Okay. All right, cool. We're going to start with more flavor DJ Fresh. One Must Die. More. More Must Die. Yeah. Why is that? I just, I'm a big fan of, of, of how Fresh has played the long game. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of how he was able to, to tap in different markets. You know, Fresh moved from Y, went to Five. There was so much fucking hate he, got, he went through over there. Built a monster of a radio show. Um, he was able to do breakfast and drive on that station, did breakfast and drive on Y, mm. um, and then went to Metro was bossing it in the morning mm. um and now he's on 947 for me like and 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 i can't like more also had a similar career here we had a dope run but moving from from wide to metro you mm. know it's mm. it's great but there was that challenge i think fresh took going to five it's like a new audience bro like they found his laugh annoying i remember that hate he got at the time in the comment sections it was always crazy, and and to be able to to like withhold all that pressure, 
and and become the fire of a brand that it is to this day. And it's I don't think people understand. People don't understand mm. his career because right now, as it is, he can still do nine four seven uh, breakfast for maybe another five years, and after that, he can still go okay. to Kaya, do drive there and mm. breakfast there, and go back to Prime Media and do seven or two. That's like thirty years, bro. Yes, and that's what I'm saying to you. It's like. People sometimes think now. I'm thinking like long game. You look at how Alex J played his game. Alex J should have joined Jacaranda a long time ago. But he decided to do what? Do 947, went to 94.5 KFM, kept yo-yoing the two. And he was like, okay, cool, it's fine. Then he went to, you know, Jacaranda. Uh, he's doing his thing right there. But even if he wanted, he could have said, Prime Media, finish all the stations there, head out to Radio 2000, you know, have fun there with the solid gold vibes and then go to Jacaranda, mm. you know? Mm. So it's up to you how you want to play because fresh, fresh look at the jammer, bro. Like <laughs> we're trying to be on, if you try to be on the air until you're 50 something, look at guys like that. Like yeah. just play your game. Like this thing is chess. I look at it as chess. Like I'm not trying, I'm not competing with anyone. I'm competing with myself. Uh, how far can I take my radio? How, and also, if you got to adapt, Fresh is also one of those guys. Yeah. Fresh adapted to everything. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and also, he's never been scared to keep the door open, you know, putting putting yeah. niggas on. Yeah. That uh, is, that is, that like is inspiring. Keep <laughs> What does Shinza do to you? Nah, nothing. Did you have him nigga. on the show? No, that's my nigga, dog. We, we, we oh. chopped it up. We chopped it up. But anyway, speaking about 947, eh? Have they ever t uh, tapped you up to mm. come that side? Yeah. Ah, shout out to Ravi Naidu. Mm. Me and Ravi are cool. Oh, um, Ravi's... I did, I did. I did. Huh? Ravi's no, a long time ago. So, yes, yes, yes. So, I was at 947. So, when I left KFM from Cape Town, because I got my break, actually, on KFM in Cape Town, and then I asked for a transfer to join 9... It was Highfield Steer at the time. I used to do the show before Brad Brown. Brad Brown was for me is like one of those talented niggas like ENF. Mm. Um, you know, very clean, great behind the mic. Um, and then I just felt like at, at Highfield at the time I wasn't getting enough airtime, you know, because mm. you'd get like Stefan will call you, you get like two shows a month or one show a month. My tapelo was still the programming manager. And then I left, joined the Y Academy, started from the bottom again. I remember when I joined the Y Academy, the twins used to laugh at me because I used to do a kid's show at ACBC1, Cowboy Sanani. They were like, but you got money, why are you here? Why are you an intern? <laughs> like, I, said, I, want, I want a show so bad. I want in, I want in. And getting at why, like, Dumelo, like, I don't know how many demos I'd sent him, bro. Like, and I was like, fuck, swallow your pride, start from the bottom again. What sent show did game. Ravi Naidu um, offer you? Ravi offered me 12 to 3 when Tolly left. Oh shit! When, yeah, yeah. When Toliby left, he called me and offered me twelve to three. I remember very well, and I was like, "Shit, Ravi, I just started driving. Why? Mm. I'm sorry. Like, I just started driving. Why? Let me finish my chapter here. Let me let me tell the story. Let me go through this dream I've always had on doing drive or breakfast at Y, and then I'll be able to give you my all. Like, mm. it's pointless." jumping into something and you're still longing to experience this something and you have an opportunity to do, to do best. Um, and then it played out well, man. Like first year when I was doing drive, we got that nomination. 
Um, and I'm sure also as, as, as someone who had reached out, he saw that, oh shit, this kid is, is, is playing the long game. Like, let, let's wait. Let's wait. Yeah, All right, cool. So. Uh, Tanda Tabuti versus Nia Brown. One must die. Nia. Nia, ne? Nia. Nia can die for now, yeah. Oh, um, shit. Nia Brown. I thought it's Nia Brown. Sorry, man. Yeah. Nia Brown. Yeah, yeah Nia Brown. Yeah. yeah. Tando, Tando. I don't think... You see what's... Tando's great on the mic, ne? She's fucking amazing. But I don't think people understand her technical ear. Mm. Tando's probably one of the best technical radio DJs in the fucking game. Yeah, like, yeah. Tando is able to, to mix shit, mm. like, from, from, from liners to the music, and you're like, whew. Mm. And, it's, and it will stay like, you know what I mean? For me, that's, it's, it's rare. Some people will be dope on air, mm-hmm. but they will lack here. Yeah. That chick is just an all-rounder. And with Nia, she has all the qualities. It's just that uh, Tando has done a little bit more. Um, and, and what did and you I think, think about that the, the thread that she put up or how she left five, uh, Tando Tabuti? It's hard to have an opinion on that because I feel like there's another layer. You know, five still needs to tell us they started the story uh, to get the truth. But if she was really offered like four to seven um, on a Sunday, it was definitely not cool. But at the same time, from the outside looking in, she was never there. You know, mm. for her drive show because mm. she started booming, she was traveling, and then I can only imagine how the station it could it was uh, when it comes to trying to build this drive show, and your host is always like traveling. You know, so I think sometimes that could have been another reason. Uh, I don't know what conversations they were having, but it would be great to also find out the other side. I haven't worked at the ACBC, and people always say like whatever they say. I haven't experienced it, so I can't talk on ACBC radio. I've only done like TV and on, on a small scale. Um, but definitely I'll, I'll say Tando. Alright, cool. Fat Joe against the late great Chili M. That's a hard one. I'll give it to Daddy. Daddy. I'll give it to Daddy. I'll give it to Daddy. Yeah. The thing about Daddy, he had he had more life experiences that made him fucking amazing. Mm. He did so much and he shared it on the radio. Um, yeah. And he always came up, man. The dude went on, the dude was on Vuma FM. Like, that's a gospel station. You know? Like, it takes, it takes a strong freaking shock jog to boss it on freaking gospel. For you to back announce Benjamin Dube and not mess that ish up. It's special, bro. So, definitely, definitely, I'll, I'll go with chili. I'll give. I'll go for chili. Chili uh, was so raw, man. Can you give me a, a chili story? Food. Everybody has one, man. Yo, I didn't. I didn't get to interact with chili on a personal level. Oh wow! I never got to interact with him on a personal level, and that's just probably something I, I, I don't have with all the other jocks. Um, but he was the first jock I heard when I arrived in Joburg in a police van. Because um, mm. I got a lift from one of my uncles who was a cop and he was dropping some pockets here at Joburg. And my arrival in this city was in a police van. I'm sitting at the back, you know, I've been getting freaking, my wind's been blowing in my face, you know, for, for 500 kilometers. And I got my headphones on and I put on 992 nine, nine, and the essential rush was on, dog. Whew. Mm. 
I've never heard jingles like that. I've never heard like a link like that. I've never heard my daddy like that. It was like, fuck, you know, when you listen to radio and you, you there, you can't even think of moving to anything else. Like nothing else matters on the radio dial. Mm. It's just that guy right now, yeah. you know? And I was like, shit. Cause when you stream something, I used to stream why at the Love Life Youth Center, cause they had internet. But when you listen to it on radio, it fills up your headphones yeah, yeah. and you're like, shit. And, and I remember also when I saw you and the twins, y'all had just joined Y broadcasting at the corner of Rosebank at the garage. I was like, y'all are just too cool, bruh. Like that's just, <laughs> you know, you were drinking a fucking Heineken at nine in the morning, dog. You know, I'm like, <laughs> that's another level of cool. Do you get that? You know, and... I was like, shit. I remember I used to talk to my friend Karabo when we went there to see you guys and we saw Sbuet Bri. I'm like, bro, like these guys are cool, cool. And he was like, nah, bro, why is it just about being yourself? You're also cool, but it's just that they're on Y, so they extra cool, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so to be part of this ethos and having seen you guys is like inspirational, man. And yeah, man, it, it's, I definitely, yeah, I'll definitely go for Chile, bro. I don't right, have cool. a chili story, but the drug bus story was insane when he when he <laughs> when he ousted his drug dealer for radio. That shit had me hooked. Like that 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 shit was insane. All right, Anele, Anele against Mum Daddy, Dineo Ranak. Mum Daddy, Mum Daddy, obviously number one. Yeah. Oh, Dineo, I got to experience Dineo alive. Yeah. Um, you know, and also you know, I still. I'm a big fan of Anel. I would still like to hear Anel on a platform like Metro. Mm. You know, I would still like to hear Anel on a platform that is historically for Abu Dhabi. You know, mm. Mm. she killed on five uh, with Grant and they had an amazing lunchtime show. She's bossing it on breakfast right now. But I would still like to hear her challenging herself, Radio. Like, I've never heard her do it on a platform like your Metro's. Um, you know, it's always been like on the top 40 formats and that kind of vibe, but I'll definitely go for Mum Dead. Um, I'm going to take it international. Charlemagne the God versus Howard Stern. Howard Stern, how dare you put Howard Stern up against Charlemagne? How dare you, man? Shit! Even Charlemagne will be surprised, my nigga. Shit! Howard Stern, dog. <laughs> the God, the highest paid dog of all time. Be all, my nigga. Woo. Do you know, I didn't know about Howard Stern until um, I had to attend uh, Y Academy class. Because remember, I had to attend the Y Academy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't they know Howard that Stern. Movie for us. Yeah, I didn't know Howard Stern until Dude. then. I was like, what I used the to fuck is Howard this guy? Through... Yeah. I used to hear Howard, Gareth used to make reference of Howard Stern during his shows on five. But I never used to take note of this nigga. Um, and Garrett would always say, this is the only dude that, one of the dudes that inspired him. But when we watched that movie, that Howard Private Parts movie, I was like, shit, this nigga. This nigga's like insane. You know? Um, yo, but Howard, I, I think also this, this, the great story about Howard Stern is, he's a guy who was just never scared to share with his listeners what he's going through. Um, and also just speaking your mind. You know, and we're living in an era now where uh, jocks who do not share what they're going through and jocks who do not share how they truly feel will suffer. Yeah. You, you're no longer now, you, you're listening for the music, but you're also listening to the shit in between. If the shit in between is cock, you flash it. If the shit is nice, you're like, oh, shit. Whatever the shit is, I like this. I like this. 
and that's why the podcasts are booming, you know, um, because people like how the fuck you ask us shit and how you, you address shit and how you view shit, you know. Mm. Um, if, if it wasn't for that, like, I don't even think people would be subscribing to your channel. Yeah, and that leads me to my next uh, One Must Die. Radio or podcasting? One Must Die. Now, you see, with this one, it's a bit tricky. Mm-hmm. Podcasting is the future. Radio is traditional. For radio to survive, they need to adapt. So technically, radio is dead to a certain degree in spaces that uh, are very techno-savvy. You know, if data had to become freaking cheap in South Africa, already in Joburg, you feel it. Like, I'll be driving and I'll be hearing dudes streaming. You know, I'm also driving and I'm on tuning radio and I'm streaming. Um, I'm on SoundCloud and I'm streaming all these shows. So radio has to adapt, you know, as much as FM is one of the strongest means of broadcasting and it reaches a more uh, broader audience in the African context, everyone needs to adapt to what the internet is doing, especially if you're playing in the urban space. You can't mess with those cozy FM numbers. Those numbers are going to be like that for the next 20 years with the internet, without the internet. Yeah. Those, those stations serve a totally different mandate. But... Abo Y, Abo Metro, uh, Abo 947, all these commercial, urban-friendly stations, we got to play with where the market is. Like, we literally follow where the market is going, you know? Um, and that's why we're going we're gonna to start seeing some podcasters joining radio. That is also coming, where MacG is going to come with this audience into a radio station, mm. and then it, they're going to find a common ground to work together. Monetize, yeah. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. So I'll be going back to my roots. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Me, I've, I've told you what you need to do to get back on radio. Yeah. Okay, listen. So you are programs manager. You don't want to get back on radio. You are programs manager of YFM. Digital is radio's under attack from digital. You are the programs manager. What is your lineup to combat this thing that's coming, podcasting, digital, whatever. From the breakfast to drive time, what's your lineup right now on YFM? Right now. I'll still keep everyone. I'll just force everyone to, to, I still feel like one thing we can all do is every show needs to have a digital component. Gone are the days of just putting a topic on Twitter and putting a topic on Facebook. Yes or what? then you're just going to read opinions. You literally need, like how the Americans are doing it right now in the UK, where radio's on TV and radio's online live. Same time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have to integrate your content into the digital platform where people can get an experience to touch, feel, and experience it, and then engage with it. So why don't you do that? You're on show, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually with my producer right now. Uh, You know, Esmo Howe, this side. Uh, So... It's in the pipeline. There's, there's, there's more to it, bro. Like, there's, God, we can't be freaking putting just topics alone. Like, if, we, if we're actually accepting competition with digital, we have to give people more content. Uh, that's why you're seeing the break. If it wasn't for YouTube, we wouldn't know about the Breakfast Club. 100%. Um, yeah. You know, they, they cut audio, they put it out. So you consistently feed the dragon with content. You, you keep feeding the masses with content. So on my side, I would make sure, because I think everyone at Y right now, with the YFM lineup from 
from nine until you know from t until ten i'm happy with what i'm hearing when i listen it's just that i will shoot up a little bit more when it comes to digital content feed tap is an amazing storyteller you can do so much with ankle tap when it comes to putting up content on the visuals and you can draw a whole lot of viewers who still think he's black to watch to really find <laughs> out that i still freaking use that shit. I will use Kuto's beautiful freaking banging body to share more fitness tips. I think she's got a banging uh, story to tell. I'll also use that. Let the numbers shoot off the roof with niggas watching that shit and ladies watching that shit to try and have a body like hers. Nia and Tor are crazy as fudge. Those are the friends you have on the radio who are very edgy. Mm. Um, and they have a way of sharing their life experiences that you could literally kill when it comes to... Uh, 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 social media. Uh, we have music, uh, you know, templates on a show. You know, I have reached to any artists across the globe. We can literally use that to feed the audience uh, with that kind of content because uh, our mandate is absolutely different. We have LTV, so it's got a broad experience when it comes to acting. We could do some bomb ass skits around that. Uh, Mohao is a summer award winning uh, producer. So when it comes to visual, he knows what to do. And that she's the rock star of the station. You know, she, she knows all the coolest soccer players, all the coolest artists. Take all that shit, put it on digital. On my end, I'll take all those components, feed them onto digital and marry it with the actual video show. And then after that, you, you won't fuck with us, generally. I got you, you know. man. All right, cool. So um, just in closing, I know you're an artist as well. Um, what do you think about being an artist after lockdown because everybody's panicking about gigs you know no man people must just give people music man people just must give music like drop music people this is the right time to to drop music but also it's not the right time to drop music so mm. if you have songs like what Carson Light is doing right now in bed with several artists yeah. is dropping songs that artists were never going to drop mm. artists need to go into their hard drives and feed the people feed I think that's what Cass was doing. He's just giving us music. Just so when he, he starts touring, people are gonna, you, it's all about being top of mind during this moment right now. You know, Casper's heavy on TikTok. He's heavy on the gram, he's heavy on Twitter. Um, Tweezy and Gemini Major have come together to do these battles. It's Nasty C and MT now. Um, Who do you think is gonna take it tonight? Just, that one is hard to, hey, hard to tell. We did it on the radio. Tricky. We did it on the radio and on Twitter, on, on, on Twitter, nasty one, on radio, empty one. Uh, so it's, that one is, is generally tricky. Because um, they both have a solid catalog, tit for tat, tat for tit, yin and yang, like punch for punch. It's, it's going to be a, a heavy, heavy battle. Um, I hear what you're yeah. saying about being top of mind, but at the end of the day, if I'm surviving of gigs, after lockdown, I don't think we just gonna go back to gigging five gigs a weekend i think it's gonna take a while before we we see that again yeah but that's why i feel like the true creatives are surviving now if you're a true creative uh and and you and you fully understand why you got into this business and you you are able to think of shit you will make it work look yeah, at shims and TA. they came together created a lockdown it's on TV. And the beauty you know? about that, the beauty about this COVID-19 thing, apart from everybody dying, is the fact that everybody's gone to basics. Like now, when was the last time you actually listened to DJ, DJing, like the te technical ability, their mixing? Mm. 
I can't remember because in the club you don't look at that, you know. But with lockdown, the lockdown yeah. house party, it's all about your technique, your song selection. It's gone back yes. to the basics of what DJing was about. Mm. And also on radio, it's gone back to the basics of entertainers. Entertainers. Yeah, yeah. We freak, nigga, we heard the song in the morning. We heard it again in the afternoon. What else? You know, like if if like I was looking at the numbers, people are listening to more radio and people are just, people are actually watching all these live feeds that are going out there. People want content, mm. you know? And the reason why quarantine radio is winning so much, it's entertainment. Uh, and everyone is now trying to sample what he's doing. Mm. Uh, you look at what you're also doing now. This is entertaining because it's different, you know? Mm. Uh, it's still addressing the importance of social distancing, me being here and you being there. It's different, you know? And one can imagine when, we're actually there and having this conversation. I'd come with the alcohol as always and we'll have shots. I don't think people have heard you when you're drunk <laughs> or when you're tipsy. We still need to give them that shit because I think that shit is going to be lit shit where people realize that the Mac G we fucking love so much on the radio is this Mac G. <laughs> Sober-minded, but now he's tipsy. <laughs> Next time we do this live, Yeah. I'm out of alcohol, bro. Make, make, uh, drop me some clippies there. I know you got a plug there. <laughs> I'll, bring you I'll bring you clippies and cola. I'll bring you anything. Gin, vodka, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have our champs, champs episode. Drinking champs. Yeah. But listen, Savvy, thank you yeah. so much for joining me, man. I really appreciate this. And uh, me and you always chat offline about stuff that we want to do yeah. and we want to work together. And that's one thing that uh, this COVID-19 has made me realize that We'll have so many ideas, but we just got to fucking do it, man. We just got to do it. Yeah. That is so true. We've, we've been talking about doing some shit together. Yeah, yeah. We've been, we've been, you All know, right, cool, so man. let's, let's make it happen. Like, thank you for, for seeing me as an important person to have on your podcast. Finally. Uh, ah. I feel like a celebrity now. Ah, uh, please. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I feel great. I'm not even going to tell you this episode is going to get how many views. I don't have that Caesar mileage. But um, thank no, you. It's only because Fresh couldn't make it today. So I was like, ah, who else can I say? <laughs> I was waiting for your fucking punchline. We've never had a conversation so long and clean without you taking a punch at me. It's fine. I'm going to go on the radio while you edit this video. <laughs> Zabby, love you long time, bro. Love you long time, bro. <laughs> Shab. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast and chill. Matt G, the ghost lady, and Len Moleko. This episode is brought to you by Honey Gain. When the big wireless carriers start trying to get you to splurge your tax return on the latest nonsense this year, just tune it out. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for just $199 on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com.